Hello, everybody. We're glad you've joined us for another story about the Peters children. Last week, the story left us hanging after Daddy Peters told the children that he and Mama had a surprise for them. I have a feeling we'll learn what the surprise is in this week's story, Mrs. Peters' Big News. Therefore, make sure to listen intently so you don't miss the big news. And maybe you'll even hear an old hymn title or a line from a hymn in the story. When you hear it, email us at whimsywins at gmail.com. And if yours is the first we receive with the correct answer, we will send you a prize. Last week's winner, the Cummings family of Concord, California, sent in the first correct answer of His Eye is on the Sparrow from the story about Betsy, the baby bird. Let's hear it for the Cummings family. Yay! Now, get ready to listen as we pick up where we left off last week when Penelope and Pearson were busy helping Daddy Peters make breakfast because Mama Peters had been feeling sick. Ready to listen? Let's go. Mrs. Peters' Big News As Pearson and Penelope helped Daddy Peters prepare a breakfast of eggs, pancakes, and sausage, they were almost giddy with anticipation while they eagerly waited to learn the surprise. Though the aroma of breakfast smelled delightfully delicious, what with the syrup and sausage smells permeating the kitchen, Penelope was lost in a world of imagination. As she set the table, she wondered what the surprise could possibly be. She began to fantasize about the possibilities. She envisioned getting on a plane and flying with her family to visit a famous giant-sized aquarium and gazing at fascinating sea life for much of the day. The next day, maybe they'd board a boat and go far out on the ocean as whales leapt from the water and splashed with such force that everyone on the boat would be soaking wet. She visualized a porpoise or two swimming right up to the boat and everyone would enthusiastically clap as they watched God's creation put on a show. Daddy Peter's voice announcing that breakfast was ready interrupted Penelope's musings and she and Pearson took their usual spots at the table. She realized how hungry she was. They were eating breakfast later than usual on account of having had a conversation with Daddy about Betsy, their little bird, who had sadly, most likely been eaten by a critter. Pearson was ravenous too, and the family was all too ready to scarf down their meal. Before they could dig in, Daddy Peters began to pray over the food. This was one time the Peters' children were hoping the prayer would be a short one so they could devour their breakfast. They were so hungry that they almost forgot about the surprise. Almost, but not quite. After they stuffed themselves, Daddy Peters began to speak. Pen, Piers, Mama and I would like to have a chat with you about the surprise that will change our family forever. Penelope and Pearson's eyes grew as big as saucers and Daddy Peters had their full attention. Children, Mama and I are so thankful for you guys. You have brought us tremendous joy, and generally, you've been easy to raise. Looking at Pearson, who kind of had a smirk on his face, Daddy said playfully, Piers, that doesn't mean you're perfect. Pearson's face reddened as he realized Daddy Peters had caught him in a prideful moment, thinking he was a pretty great kid. Daddy Peters continued, you guys are getting older, And for a long time, Mama Peters and I have wanted to have more of you. The Bible says that children are a blessing from the Lord. But the Lord didn't see fit to let us have more. Until now. Pearson and Penelope couldn't comprehend what Daddy Peters was saying. 
They looked quizzically at Daddy Peters and then at Mama Peters, who were both looking at them, waiting for a reaction. Penelope wondered aloud, what do you mean until now? Mama Peters gazed lovingly at her daughter and asked, what do you think we mean, honey? Penelope still looked puzzled until finally her face lit up as she grasped the news. She yelled out, you cannot mean we're going to have another baby. Overcome with happiness, she stood up on her chair and squealed, yippee! Mama Peters nodded with excitement too. Almost at just about the same time, the news registered with Pearson and he chimed in, wait, what? Our family? We're going to have another baby? Daddy Peters answered, yep, buddy. Pearson immediately walked over to Daddy and stuck out his hand. Though he didn't quite know how to channel his emotion, Pearson felt just as excited as Penelope. But somehow, it didn't seem quite appropriate for an eight-year-old boy to shriek like his sister. Daddy Peters firmly shook Pearson's hand and then gave him a big hug and said, congrats on being a big brother twice over. Penelope had already begun gently rubbing Mama's belly as Mama Peters informed the children. We have a little over five months until the baby is here. It suddenly dawned on Penelope about all that had gone on around the house recently. Is that why Daddy hasn't been making all the food lately? Mama Peters nodded in response. I have been very sick, but I'm thankful I'm at the end of it, I think. The Lord is gracious, and Daddy has been so sweet to me. Well, is it a boy or girl? Pearson asked. We don't know yet. We're thinking you guys could come to the appointment with us to find out. I made an afternoon appointment for next Friday so you could come after school. And, just as she had done earlier, Penelope couldn't help but screech, Yes! I can't wait! I bet it's a girl! Pearson's reply was filled with just as much energy. No way! This baby is totally a boy. In fact, I'm going to name him Methuselah after the oldest guy in the world. Daddy Peters laughed. <laughs> and tousled his son's hair. Well, I don't know about that name, bud. Mama Peters and I think we should go with another P. And with that, the Peters children came up with every possible P name they could think of. Patty, Parker, Polly, Peyton, Pasquale, Paul, Panda, Poppy Seed, Pizza. Yes, they thought of names that aren't even names. The naming suggestions helped to pass the time as the Peters family anticipated the gender appointment the following Friday. The week still dragged by, though, and Pearson and Penelope thought Friday's appointment would never get there. However, what made it more tolerable was that Daddy Peters had given permission for Pearson and Penelope to tell their friends about the baby. Their friends got in on the fun by trying to guess the baby's gender and offering suggestions for names. Finn Wells made Pearson promise to share his name suggestion of Melchior. Finn reasoned that since the baby boy would probably be super smart, one of the legendary names of the wise men in the Bible would make an excellent choice. Pierce kind of agreed that it was an awesome name, but when he suggested it to Daddy Peters, he pretended it was silly because he wasn't sure what Daddy Peters would think. Finn thinks we should name the baby Melchior. Crazy, right? Pearson was merely testing the waters with Daddy to see his reaction. That is a strong name, Pearson, but I think we want to stick with the P theme, Daddy Peters responded. Yeah, totally. That's what I thought, too. Pearson was trying to sound as cool as a cucumber. Friday arrived, and the children were absolutely euphoric as they returned home from school. 
They hurried upstairs to change their clothes, and when they heard Daddy yell, Okay, kids, time to go, they didn't need to be told twice. They hopped in the car, and all of them drove together to Community Memorial Hospital, where Mama Peters would be delivering the baby. They listened to their Awana CDs on the way to the hospital, which they positively loved. The CDs were full of stories and Bible verses they needed to memorize to pass sections in their books at club night. They almost got through an entire story about Cubby and Timothy when Daddy Peters pulled into the parking garage at Community Memorial. The four of them exited the car and walked to the office building where Mama Peters would have an ultrasound. They checked in and sat down in the waiting room. All of them were on pins and needles and were hopeful that the waiting time would pass quickly before Mama Peters got called into the ultrasound room. Pearson and Penelope had almost no conception about what an ultrasound was and were quite curious about it. Mama Peters tried her best to describe a machine with a wand connected to a computer, which sends extraordinarily high-pitched sounds into a pregnant woman's belly and then takes a picture of the baby. That didn't really do much to help Penelope and Pearson to understand it at all. They would just have to wait and see it for themselves. After waiting for what seemed like forever, in actuality, it was only a few minutes, a woman with brown curly hair and wearing blue scrubs walked into the room as she stared at the piece of paper in her hand. Peters, she inquired. Mama Peters nodded, stood up from her chair, and the children and Daddy Peters quickly followed her and the curly-haired technician. They were directed through a doorway and to a room on the right. Though the Peters children seemed calm on the outside, they were anything but on the inside. They were out of their minds with jubilation. This was the moment for which they'd been waiting a whole week. Mama Peters followed the directions to lie down and pull up her shirt so that her belly was exposed. Pearson and Penelope sat together on one chair by Mama Peters' side, and Daddy Peters stood at Mama's head, stroking her hair affectionately. Any guesses about the gender of the baby? asked the curly-haired woman. With a slightly raised voice, Pearson quickly replied, Boy, with Penelope shouting her guess of a baby girl. Mama Peters shook her head, indicating that she really didn't have a clue. Daddy Peters weighed in with his guess. I think it's a girl, but it could be a boy. His family all laughed, because if it wasn't a girl, then it had to be a boy, right? He seemed so certain when he said girl, but just as certain when he said boy. The technician chuckled softly. <laughs> as she prepared Mama's belly by squirting some gel on it. She turned the computer screen toward Mama Peters and began moving the wand slowly, pressing into Mama Peters' belly. Pearson and Penelope were quite concerned that maybe the woman was pressing too hard, but they were reassured when the woman said, don't worry, I've done this lots of times and I can tell you that I'm very gentle with the babies because they are precious. Okay, you see that picture? The woman pointed to a blurry picture on the computer screen. The Peters all nodded. That's the head. Aww! Penelope almost felt like crying. She could just picture the baby's sweet and soft head. So, who guessed boy and who guessed girl? The curly-haired woman looked at the family who gave varied responses. Well, guess what? It's not a girl or a boy. Penelope and Pearson were completely bewildered by this piece of news. What is it? They asked in unison. They are both girls, the curly-haired woman announced. 
the news took a few seconds to sink in. With a broken voice, Daddy Peter spoke first. There are two girls in there? Daddy Peters had tears rolling down his cheeks, and Mama Peters, who was on the table, was also wiping away tears. Penelope, though, could not fathom why in the world they were crying. To her, this was the greatest news ever! Two whole girls? Penelope finally asked in a squeaky voice. The curly-haired woman nodded vigorously, and the Peters children gave each other high fives. They weren't going to have one new sibling. They were going to have twin sisters! While Pearson had strongly hoped for a boy, he wasn't too disappointed. It helped that his baby cousin, Mama Rose, was so cute. He thought about how sweet she smelled, except when she had a stinky diaper, and how cute it was when she crawled and reached for him. He knew he would love having a baby sister, even if she was a girl. On the way home from the doctor's office, Pearson again began suggesting pea-girl names. How about Phoebe, Priscilla, Pearl, Penny, Perla, Poppy, Princess, Party, Pants, Pajamas? His list of names went on so long that he began to suggest any word that started with a P. Just before they pulled into the driveway, Mama Peters looked behind at Penelope. You're awfully silent, darling. What are you thinking? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm just going to play with my dolls. Penelope tried to sound casual as she answered. Okay, Mama Peters replied haltingly. She looked at Daddy Peters, who seemed totally unaware, and she mouthed something to him. Pearson tried to figure out what she was trying to say, but he just wasn't very good at reading lips. Daddy Peters leaned back toward Pearson. What do you say we drop the ladies off and pick up some Mexican food? It's Friday night and we have cause to celebrate. All right, Pearson yelled, thinking about a yummy giant burrito wrapped in foil. Daddy Peters pulled up to the house and dropped Mama Peters and Penelope off. Mama Peters waved goodbye and kissed Daddy Peters. Penelope seemed distracted as she walked into the house without a word. Something was definitely wrong with Penelope, but what? Mama Peters walked into the house and poured two glasses of ice-cold lemonade for her and Penelope. She made her way upstairs to Penelope's bedroom and stood in the doorway of the room for a moment, observing Penelope as she played with her dolls. Penelope glanced up. Hi, Mama, she said weakly. Hi, sweetie. I brought you a glass of lemonade. Oh, thanks, Mama. Penelope reached for the glass and sat down on the bed next to Mama Peters. You want to tell me what's bugging you, Pen? Mama Peters jumped right into the conversation. I, I, I don't know, Mama, Penelope started. You were enthusiastic at the hospital when you found out we're having twin girls. Isn't it wonderful that you're going to have sisters? Yeah, I, I guess. You guess? That doesn't sound like a very happy heart. No, I'm happy. And they're going to be so cute like Mama Rose. They're going to be the most adorable girls. I just know it. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of feel like maybe, Penelope's voice trailed off. Pen, maybe what? Mama encouraged her to continue. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like being the only girl. And maybe, maybe I'm just a little, um, 
a little sad that I'm not going to be anymore. I don't know. And I guess I'm not the youngest in the family anymore. Ah, I see, Mama Peters said gently. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mama. I'm, I'm real happy we're having two babies. And they're both girls. And that makes me really happy. But a little part of me is sad. I get it, sweetie. Change can be so hard. I don't always love change either. There are times when I think, I hope nothing ever changes because I like my life just the way it is. But the thing is, Earth is not our final home and our comforts are not eternal. God doesn't want us to find our joy in our temporary situation in life. He wants us to see that all his plans are good and that we're just moving through this temporary situation to an eternal situation. What does temporary mean? Penelope queried. It means that we're only here on earth for a short time. But Gigi Pa is 99 years old. He's been around a long time on the earth. Penelope reminded her mom of her great grandpa. Well, that's true, but that's only long to us. To God, a thousand years is like a day. Life is short and it's meant to be short and we aren't meant to be comfortable. We are made to worship God for an eternity in heaven. Oh, I think I know why I'm sad. I want things to stay like they are forever. Cause mama, I don't want to ever leave you. And I want to stay and play with peers and my new sisters forever. Boy, do I ever get that. Daddy Peters and I will be so sad when you guys grow up, but we also know that it is good. We want you to grow and love Jesus and have families of your own and raise them to love Jesus and teach them that it's okay when life changes because God never changes. Mama sounded as if she was about to cry. And our home in heaven won't ever go away. In fact, one glad morning, when this life is over, Gigi Pa will fly away just like the rest of us. Sweetie, this is good. And when it's hard to remember that it's good, we need to simply trust God and ask him to help us trust him. Okay, I will, Mama. I will pray that I will trust God more, Penelope said. I'm super excited to have the baby girls. I'm so sorry I acted like I wasn't. My sweet pen, I forgive you. And the girls will just love you. Maybe, could Pearson and I name one each? Penelope changed the subject, her excitement for his siblings bursting out of her heart again. Hmm, Mama said. Let's think about that one. But speaking of Pearson, I think I just heard them pull up. And I'm starved. She grabbed Penelope's hand and the two of them headed downstairs to the smell of Mexican food in the dining room. Penelope's mouth watered as Pearson handed out burritos around the table. I love burritos so much, Pearson exclaimed. They're wrapped just like our burritos in Mama's belly, Penelope noted. She laughed <laughs> at the thought of two little babies inside foil wrappers. Her heart was brimming over with love for her twin sisters. Daddy Peters prayed a prayer of thanksgiving for all of the children, including the two little ones inside of Mama's belly. As they ate their burritos, Penelope and Pearson started coming up with more baby names. How about Paulina? Well, have you thought of Paige? I like Peggy and Pamela. How about Primrose? Piper is a really nice name. It is, but Posey's a really cool name. 
that's about the time the children started getting silly. How about peanut butter? Oh, I like paper. I really like popcorn. And then Pearson went a bit too far. He could barely get the word out of his mouth. He was laughing so hard. How about potty? Children, Mama rebuked them sternly. We are not going to name our precious girls paper and potty. But she couldn't keep a straight face and began to laugh out loud. <laughs> and the rest of the family joined in and laughed too. Hey now, wasn't that a fun way to end the story? We here at Grandma's Corner sure think so. Laughter is so good for us. According to the Bible, laughter is like a medicine to our hearts. Philippians 4.8 tells us that it's good to think on good things, and that's exactly what the Peters were doing. They were full of joy after hearing that Mama Peters was going to have not one, but two babies. Sure, Pearson and Penelope got a little silly thinking of baby names like pizza and popcorn, but once they started laughing, it had a ripple effect and the whole family began to laugh and enjoy their time together. It made me think of a great verse in Proverbs 15:13. Let me turn to it in the Bible and read it aloud. A joyful heart makes a cheerful face, but when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. The verse says there are times when your heart might be sad, like the Peters were after they lost Bessie the bird, or it might be sad when you do something wrong and you're sorry for your sin. Make sure to go to God with all your sadness and talk to Him about it, and confess your sins to God, and be happy because He will forgive and cleanse you. Then dry your tears and make sure to laugh too, and when you do, your face will look cheerful and your heart will be light and full of joy. We hope you come back next week. Bye for now.